0: Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good. Bad. Good. Bad. Good. Bad. Good. all right welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop episode 205. Matt, we should have done this live. We, we have no foresight at all. I think it's just because uh, obviously Clash at the Castle was on. I think we were more interested in trying to arrange a schedule around that. And luckily, both of us are available at the same time. So I guess we should just be thankful we're actually getting an episode out. But uh, whatever, it happens. You normally ask me
1: how I'm doing Graham first, but <laughs> I'm sorry. I, how are you doing, buddy? But but I need to ask you this first. How are you?
0: Seriously. Um, I'm not great right now. It's not been a great uh week. Um three of us are in urgent care on uh Thursday. Um I have pneumonia. Uh Jackson has a broken leg. Um he can walk, he isn't on crutches. Um, but it's yeah, not been not been the best of weeks. So, if I suddenly burst into a coughing fit, I apologize. But, um, really? <laughs> he showed me a third finger. Um, Mason had to get something, um, he had to get a, a rash checked out on his leg. Ah, um, uh, yeah, so to make enough. sure it wasn't contagious. Um, it wasn't, it was we think he got it from golf, like when you're going in the rough looking for balls, like you, who knows what's in there, it could be poisonous ivy. Told you, golf bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> and and it proved so in this case. So he just needed some uh, ointment to clean that up and but basically just to make sure that like that what you you couldn't catch it, you couldn't spread it to anyone. It it kinda had to be that, but it's while one was going anyway, it was like, hey, why not why not just figure it all out? <laughs> so,
1: Fair enough, buddy. Well um, I wouldn't normally say it's a good thing about pneumonia, but given what you thought it was,
0: uh I guess more mercies. Um I- I had to get it checked. I didn't think I had COVID. Like this is my fourth COVID, negative COVID test in like a month. But when you're coughing, um, well, I had to go not because you know, because I it wasn't because of the coughing. It's because I threw up as I was driving to work. Um, but I threw up because I was coughing so much. So, but I, I it was one of those things where it, it's safety first, as always, particularly when I work with so many people. That's right.
1: Absolutely right. Absolutely right. And given how so, people are starting to sue each other in America. For catching carried from each other,
0: you don't want be involved in that. No, it, it's it was just a it was a safety thing. But I, I needed, I knew if I was still coughing, I needed to get this chest X ray anyway. So it was like either or, or both, or or whatever. So yeah. How have you been, buddy? It's been three weeks since we recorded because we took a week off as well. We did take a week off Chris last week. I'm a whole nother year older now.
1: Um Yeah, from the last time we spoke. Yeah, uh, I am doing good. Um, Chris is doing good as well. Uh, we are rolling sl- sl- slowly but surely ever ever closer to the wedding.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We we are now not going to Paris for the honeymoon.
0: Oh, I didn't know either. You were going to Paris for the. Honeymoon. We were
1: going to go to Paris. We're not now. Disneyland. Disneyland is a bit further, a bit farther. Go, Graham.
0: I- California, Paris, Disney, whatever it's called, Euro Disney. Euro Disney. We could. We can't go Euro Disney now. Oh, okay. I I just wondered if that's why you chose Paris. That was
1: why, yeah, that was why. Okay, but um, no, uh, Um, it would. We found out uh, it would cost us the same amount for three nights at Disneyland Paris as it would for ten nights at Disney World Florida. Is that including flights? No, it's Um, a bad statistic anyway. But yeah, actually,
0: (laughs) it is including flights. Wow. So we're going Florida. Yeah, <laughs> why would anybody, why would anyone go
1: to Disneyland Paris? Well, that makes well, no sense. Well, Paris is obviously a, a romantic place to go, of obviously. Course. And of course, Chris oh, no is. It can be, if you can make it that way. Uh, Chris also used to work at Disneyland Paris, so it'd be a nice thing you'd like to show me round. Like, we'll oh, go. I don't know that. Yeah, he worked there for nine months, made a lot oh, of cool. friends, Lot made a lot of friends there, They're called the Johanna Group, because of course, Ohana means family. If you've watched *The of you'd know this, Greg.
0: I will have you watching Disney before the year is out. I watched uh, something that you recommended. Uh, Bob- you was it Boba Fett? No, it wasn't Boba Fett. It was the other one. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. You recommended that. I watched that. That's on Disney+. Plus. It is. It
1: is. But that's Disney in the same way that NXT UK is superior to NXT. uh uh-huh. It really isn't. They
0: just fund it. <laughs> There's certain Disney things I can watch, but I'm not. I'm not a big fan. So
1: that feels more kind of an agenda Graham than uh, how we're doing something. Shall we um,
0: get talking about some good stuff? Uh, we might as well. I, I did mean to ask you beforehand. Did how much had you prepared? Like, did you leave slots for the pay per view? Like um, I didn't. You know the old days where we used to, when we used to
1: review um yeah. shows? Yeah, I was going through and making notes the whole way through. Whole way oh, through, so you had, the whole nothing. Show.
0: you had nothing then? Oh, I had
1: it. stuff before
0: the show. Oh, okay. But okay.
1: my main good cop moment is Gash at the Castle. You were editing beforehand. All right, let's
0: get to it then. Good. Bad! All right, no guests, but you. I'm going to say we've just watched it. So go ahead and tell me what you loved about Team it. me up, Obviously. team me up team me obviously up. this was the best contender of the week
1: <laughs> oh absolutely for me uh, absolutely for me uh, i Arga a kid in the candy store watching this um i've been to i've been to raw smackdown ECW main event here in the uk oh i wish i'd been there tonight uh in fact our guest from last week is there in yeah. fact he's probably, he's probably 19 beers deep at this point, <laughs> that's him. And also, of course, um, the guys from chat, and Cheap Pops, are also there as well. Everyone who's there, I had a great time because we had a good time watching it. Um, so, uh, f- f- from top to bottom, I mean, I could just whack look at the card, grab, but I'm not... Can going... I come back in an hour or two? But I'm thinking maybe... Instead of going through a blow by a blow, I would pick out some, some of the things which stood out to me the most. Um, which is something that you and me both actually had down. Was after about... After two matches, this felt very different, didn't it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This didn't feel like a WWE pay per view. This felt like a takeover. And mm-hmm. that's not a bad thing. Because... Not at all. What we've been craving for is that sort of thing on the main roster. <laughs> um quality of match. I mean six matches on the card um for a three-hour show. Uh paced really well. Um uh, give gave gave the fans enough time to take a breather in between. They had video packages of people who could go to the bathroom, come back as well in time. No need for someone to go walking half front of the stadium because they don't like what's happening in the ring. Everything is all, it, it was great. It was great. And a couple things I called, um, but a couple of things caught me by surprise. I mean, I think if there were times I was like, holy shit, in the WhatsApp chat we were having back and forth about it, because some things caught me by surprise, which, behind everything, for 23 years, I thought I'd seen it all. Mm-hmm. Nah. Nice, nah, it's just nice, it's nice to be surprised still. And hey, yeah. Come, come in, Graham. Come no, in, go me. ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, um, and it it just felt it felt like with now with Triple H is firmly in control. I mean, he was do- he was doing all of the rounds this week. He was even on This Morning, which is a very long running TV show in the UK. He came out to um the game, he presented Vernon Kay, who was a prominent um um tv host in the UK he's on everything basically with a with a W title belt um Vernon came with Marky like, the whole time he 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 then asked a the question um to triple H uh what's it like being Vincent man's son-in-law I'm like Vernon read the room don't mention Vince at the moment <laughs> but basically like like that's the reality show that everybody wants but will never get oh boy he, Triple H handled it very, very tactfully. And straight away, it's like, you know, Vince would have just gone off on my line like, I won't talk about that. I'm going to march up to ah! That's how you would have done it in old days. Triple H is just so cool about this stuff. And this is his, this is his first pay-per-view. I think we're going to have to worry about First, First um, Raw Pre- Smackdown pay-per-view first premium live event, which is not an NXT one, yes. Um, Anyone who had doubts, I think they're all gone now. This was... I'm going to put it out there. This was the best live event of the year so far. Mm -hmm. And
0: WrestleMania was pretty damn good this year. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's also the fact, I think I read this week that the... I can't remember if it's over the last week or over the last month. Uh, but raw figures are up about two hundred thousand as well. Yeah, and I'm one of those two hundred thousand. Um, it's coincidence that I bought the I bought sling TV for a different purpose, but it is something that I am watching regularly now. And <laughs> of the two hundred episodes plus that we've done, um, you're probably as shocked as I am, Matt, to say that I've been watching Raw and SmackDown. Um, I've been watching them live in many cases as well, or if mm. not live, as close to live as possible, like within the hour or so. So. Mm. Um, yeah, but, it's it's a different product, but even but the thing is that
1: you've got sling TV up here now, and yeah, we 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 all had me say that we're not paid by them, but it only feels fair to mention them <laughs> that you that's the thing you get out of lawyers, um, you um you've access to that. Okay, we've got you also got access to a lot of other stuff through sling TV probably as well. Oh, yeah,
0: but, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So the fact matter is that. You, if you had access to it, you wouldn't be watching it if it hadn't got better, because you weren't even watching the um, the top ten sometimes on on YouTube, which is free. Yeah, so the fact that so for me that
0: speaks volumes. I had the choice because I, I rented it for I took it for a month. It was half price. It was really to watch the All Star Baseball Game, and I had the option to just end it right there and part of the thing that factored in when it came in back when it came back for renewal was no i actually it was during the holidays at that point i was like i can still watch raw and i can still watch smackdown and um no it's one of the things that's gonna stay so no it's not exclusively for that but when you kind of factor in things to make it justifiable and it it's helped. like yeah it yeah it, it definitely helps for sure um Well, clearly, my good cop moment of the week should obviously be NXT TakeOver Cardiff as well. Uh, But obviously, I figured that you probably would do that, so I I had to stay away from that. To be fair, fair, Graham, the amount of people on that card who came through NXT, that's fair yeah yeah and right at the end as well and the deciding factor um really my good cop moment for the week pretty much um because i I was taking notes for a while with not being on last week and not being able to record but i've been taking notes it should really be um the event black girl magic and it should be the main event between karen bam bam and uh, trisha dora uh trisha dora actually lost the title to karen bam bam um i haven't seen karen bam bam too much Um, When I last saw her, I I recognized her, but she didn't really stand out. The match she put in against Trisha Dora was fantastic. Uh, The David and Goliath type uh, factor of this one, Karen Bam Bam is a plus-size wrestler. And Trisha Dora had to try and work around that, and vice versa. Um, Phenomenal match, phenomenal card. Um, I've already asked, I was like, tell me when the next show is. I want to see more. Um, And it would have been that, and I would have probably talked more about that. But... I did watch AEW as well this week, and um, CM Punk. I know Bishop likes to tell us, look, you've got to let things play out. Don't don't go with it straight away. You've got to watch to see what happens. Now, I've been missing a lot of AEW because I have been watching Raw and SmackDown, and there's only a certain amount of time. So, as I was watching, I didn't know anything, really, that happened. Um, I, I obviously knew that Mox had dropped the title, but I didn't really know any of the <laughs> oh, storylines yeah. coming through, even though I watched it a couple of days later. And, um, yeah, Punk came out um obviously it was in Chicago because we've got the event coming up tomorrow as we're recorded today and um the thing that surprised me to be honest Matt was he was like my foot was okay that that wasn't the reason I lost I did not expect that level of honesty at all I thought there was going to be all sorts of different excuses um a former trainer came out anyway they they build it up build it up build it up he goes into the crowd as well I, I love it I'm just loving all wrestling right now, to be honest, Matt. I could have, I could have picked lots of different things as my Good Cop moment, but since you went WWE, I figured I would go the opposite way. Um, I won't be getting that pay per view because I think it's about fifty dollars over here. Uh, but 60. looking at the card, it's how much? Sixty. Sixty. Geez, yeah, I'm definitely not paying sixty dollars. But if I, I think I mentioned before, if I was to start paying that sort of money, there have been certain AEW pay per views when it's like, man, I'm tempted. Like I could, I just, <laughs> I like a bargain and that's not a bargain as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but no, I, I thought the storyline was going in the completely opposite direction. It looked like Punk was possibly stepping away, was gonna leave the scene. Moxley was the top dog. He'd already come in and cut his promo at the start. And then boom, we had the whole switcheroo. And now suddenly, um, I don't know, where, where are they where are they gonna take you with this one? CM Punk get the title straight back? I, I can't see you bringing him back to let him lose again to Moxley. Um, I don't know I thought it was good obviously for the Chicago fans I'm sure they didn't expect to see Punk the fact that they got to see him and I thought it was a really good promo I I actually did see in the fan cop moments I know we'll talk about it later somebody else said that they thought his promo was really good and um, it was perhaps I'm a little biased after getting a a high five from uh, Mr. Punk earlier in the year but I'm, I'm gonna leave it as a fairly short good cop moment I could have easily put it in my speed check but i was like "eh, i'll, I'll leave it where it is okay. nothing nothing to say so i'm guessing we'll hear about that later then from you all right you better yes, move on you to- will. <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm getting pretty good at reading you today all right um i'm not setting the clock because so i just cannot be bothered to do that anymore since i've started doing good cop bad cop baseball it's way easier just to say you got around 90 seconds Go ahead. Also, with having just watched that event, I'm sure there might be other things that might come to your head. It's like, oh, I should have said that when I did my first segment. So go ahead.
1: What you well, a bit, there's bits and pieces from Clash of Castle that stood out, which I which stood out to me particularly. But um, thing that i noticed from SmackDown and Raw this week is that Riddle and Fury have their first names back. Um, mm-hmm. Good. Made no sense in the first place. Uh, yeah. Butch is back in his Pete Dunn gear in the mm-hmm. ring matter of time for compete done again. Um like a few little bits which stood out to me from Catch the Castle Graham. So I apologise if there's a few things which um if you like I add that I'm sorry okay but this was this was the best event of the year for me, okay? Go ahead. Uh the tribute to Brett and the Bulldog was wonderful. Um uh Michael Cole... I haven't
0: seen that match. I've never seen that match. You've never seen the that- Bulldogs that's a match that
1: you Uh, If you have time, go out your way to watch because it's brilliant.
0: Yeah, they said it was the best ever SummerSlam match and I was like, I should probably watch that
1: then. It voted the best SummerSlam match of all time. Um, There was some amazing matches on this card though tonight. Sheamus and um, Gunter. Oh my God, what a match. But also, I think I'm right
0: in saying no Brits won. I Think you're right, and I was surprised by that. Having seen obviously the parallels with Bulldog winning last time, no prince won so, but I like, yeah. but I thought one would have won. Um, I would have too,
1: yeah. Um, the crowd was amazing all night long, yeah. yep. and the energy was there all night long. Um, I was mentioning with, uh, with Ray Cash, um, legend that he is from Bottega's from family, uh, he's um. He would like, say, like, I love a UK crowd. I'm like, yeah. And UK crowds are just amazing. Doing more shows here. Bring a WrestleMania over here. You know? You'd, you'd sell it out in no time. Easy. Do a five-night special. You know, it would be wonderful.
0: I'm greedy now. I'm being greedy. I don't care. Um, While you're over there, you know they do, obviously, they obviously pre-COVID I'm talking, there's obviously house shows. So why yeah. not just do one around a pay-per-view? you got all the stuff over there anyway. You have all the people over there. Why not just do one as well? Because you know you're going to ship a ton of merch as well. They could, they absolutely could,
1: absolutely could. Yeah. Um. No, Kevin done insane camera cuts.
0: Mm.
1: Well, if I certainly didn't notice any, it wasn't like every every five every thirty five milliseconds being cut to new angle sort of thing. That's true. Kids were getting headaches from watching them. Sure, much not. better, much better now. In much better. The odd one here, fine, you know, it's fine, mm-hmm. and it was much better on that sort of things. Uh, one hit which I thought I with you, Graham, uh, Michael Cole with a reference, um, to the Mysterios because obviously Dominic turned heel, which I called you. Did I called it? Yes, they've, been you build, did. they've been building that so wonderfully over the last weeks, and now it, will, he, will he go solo or will he join Judgment Day? Don't care. Either way brilliant. But Michael Carl mentioned Mysterious fell apart faster than New York Yankees. And I thought Graham would like that one.
0: Oh, I missed that. I did mm-hmm. I missed that. No, that's that, scary, that, that, Yeah, I thought you'd like that
1: one. Um the crowd were, were way into Seth Rollins' theme song. Um mm-hmm. they they latched onto a theme song, it's amazing. They did that with um Van theme song um back in the day. It ended up being um in the top forty. Um because people get buying it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um Matt Riddle. Oh Matt Riddle. That that match with uh with, with, with Rollins. Um I got Tampa Gargano vibes. This is not over. This this vibe ain't over. No, oh, no. Nah. Not not at all. But it, I'm getting vibes like that like I want to see the next one, and I want to see it at Extreme Rules. Fair enough. I want to see it at Extreme Rules. I want to see him rip the arena apart. That's what I want to see. Um and there's there's other bits and pieces. You mentioned obviously about the the, the 25th member of the Usos um helping <laughs> Roman win the retain the championship. That title match was back and forth so much, generally didn't know who was gonna win it. I called the attempted um, cash-in of Fury. Didn't think it was going to be stopped by Tyson fucking Fury. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was nice. Um, Cameron Cross got involved. I, I, I keep, got me on you still, um, McIntyre. That was all lovely. But what I really liked was, be, was before Drew made his entrance. The music that was playing, Graham, you probably won't know this, that that um, dark sort of music they were playing over, like um, the um, sepia coloured um, um, flashback. That was his original theme music in WWE before he got fired.
0: Oh no, I did not pick. That it was up. a
1: nice yeah. time. I got going like, all oh, the old theme foot for montage. Right, down quickly. Right, down quickly. I've got no notes for main events, I was just watching. I was just in the moment.
0: It was great. It was great. Um, I would like to apologize for being distracted during your main good cop moment because there was a fact I wanted to look up, and um, I, as you mentioned, the, uh, I started talking again. I was like, "Oh shoot!" I never managed to get in the end. Um, you talked about the fact that there was less matches, but they were longer—six matches for a three-hour show. Like obviously, there's segments in between, but they're having. Yeah. Long- yeah. Um, I noticed while I was watching SmackDown yesterday, the first match—twenty-two minutes. I was like, Wonderful. "What?" I was like, "Oh my gosh!" That was like, the Viking match, wasn't it? It was correct. But that's that's something we don't normally see. Now, if you look at the rest of them, there were some pretty short ones in there and the main one was nine. But they're given a chance to uh, tell some stories because obviously they weren't featured on the card today, though. So I, I like the fact that some of those longer matches, um, it's like it's the NXT star, right? It's the love takeover it. style. love it. So, yeah, I, I love it. So I apologize for being a little distracted. But um, as yeah. you
1: say at the same time, there's still a few short matches in there as well. So it's it's like it's like they've listened to what you said, Graham. And I was like, give us a few short ones in there as well, just just to mix up a thing. I didn't mm-hmm. mind quite so much in this one because this is conclusion of rivalries and continuation of rivalries. I get a, this didn't feel like the end of rivalry. This felt like Rivalry starting and blossoming sort of event. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. Out of the longest b in history for me, I think.
0: (laughs) That was pretty good. Hey, whatever. I don't care. Um, well, following on then, um, the set design on SmackDown as well. The Viking boat, they had the shields Mm. on the ropes, uh, the flags on the corner posts, it just looks so visually appealing. Um, The stadium in Cardiff just looked absolutely amazing. Like, you can't help get just drawn in straight as well from the aesthetics as well. So loving all that stuff. Um, I was sure you were going to steal this one from me. Um, Edge and Kurt Angle on Raw, (laughs) in a homage to the story from years ago with the photos again. It was beautiful. I did not see the original one live, but I'm glad I got to see that one. Of course, he he was like, oh, I know what you're doing. You're going to trick me again. Of course, the first photo was totally blank, but everyone after that beautiful really great to see that um charlotte peacock of cardiff and a welsh knitting group knitted a wwe belt and jumper with the welsh flags the reaction's been absolutely awesome, she said. There's a very small group of knitter and wrestling fans, and I think I found all of the ones in Wales, and together we've done this amazing <laughs> project. Um, I did see some pictures on Twitter when I was kind of looking for the hashtag uh, WWE Clash, and I did see those belts again, uh, the knitted belts. I might have to pass that on to my mother. She always likes to knit something. If I can get a knitted WWE, oh, belt. that'd be brilliant. <laughs> <It'd> be brilliant, Cram. <laughs> <Graham. laughs> I'm going to share it and see if she can do that. Um, I my mother in knits. I liked Corey Graves as describing Edge's attempted 619 as a 519 because it wasn't quite perfect. It I thought wasn't that was good. Nice little bit of improvisation on that. Um, and then there, everything else was kind of I, I watched a lot of independent stuff this weekend, actually. Uh the main event at freelance, uh Team Bussey was there. Like, who doesn't love Effie and Ali catch? They didn't win, but it was great to see um i'm not sure the name of this event it was i know it was held in bethlehem pennsylvania i'd seen people talking about it on uh, twitter so i I saw it was on iwtv so i started watching it um jet jagori in the opener absolutely fantastic um i've seen him a few times at local events but he stood out from the moment he came through the curtain right until the end he didn't win but your eyes were focused on him the whole time and actually logan easton laro played a huge uh, compliment to him He, he retweeted it and he said like this guy this year has been phenomenal. Like, everything's been raised. Promos, wrestling ability, uh, ring gear, like like everything. It was good. Uh, Logan easton LaRoe was in the main event, and it was a three-on-three. And I didn't really know who was appearing. Who turned up right at the end? Orange Cassidy. I was like, oh, please, let me see Orange Cassidy versus Logan easton LaRoe. It didn't actually happen, but they were in the ring at the same time. Always good to see Orange Cassidy. And uh, final one, um, the Life of series on IWTV. Uh, I was catching up a little bit. Alex Shelley was on, who was the former IWTV champion, obviously a long-time wrestler on Impact and other organizations. He's a disc golfer. The first five minutes, they were just talking about disc golf. At a time when it's the World Disc Golf Championships as well, I would have been quite happy if I'd just seen an hour of disc golf and no wrestling. Matt's taking his headphones off, but I am done. (laughs) Um, Graham, that is awesome, awesome, to be
1: fair. The fact that When you you find things you're interested in in strange places, that that can be really, really good fun. In fact, I'm actually going to um, use my power as co-host to um, actually insert another good cop moment here, because I need to... Um, Obviously, I recorded last Friday with Mr. Chris Harris. Uh, yes. he, amazing. Go check him out at yeah. 82 not undersaw Chris um, on Twitter. Usually usually slating Bernie's performance in the championship at this point um, or posting pictures of him absolutely out of his face in Cardiff, let's face it. Um, he, um, we were recording on Friday because we couldn't on Saturday because last Saturday I was on a stag do. Um, and one of the first events was axe throwing. We had axe throwing. We had uh, we had a um, escape room. We played mini golf. We did bowling. I thought this we... was your
0: tryout for the Viking Raiders to begin with, and you <laughs> said you were doing axe throwing.
1: But, but they they have a strict rule of no drinking before before <laughs> or during. There was strict rule of it. No strict rule of it. if you do that, you can't take part. You... Well, what, it what, what, seems what, sensible. It is. it is. It is. Well, um, I won. Um, everything.
0: The nah. Mini golf.
1: I won. I won one out of. We've had two games of mini golf. I won one of those. We had two games of bowling. I won one of those. I scored four strikes. So I've never done that one in my life. I tried tell him, like, "I'm rubbish at this. I'm rubbish at like like you fucking winning. How are you? You're, you're complete and utter." Um, what's we word I'm looking for here? Um, com- I can't think
0: of the word yeah. either. I know exactly oh, what you mean. Hustler, hustler. There you go. I'm
1: like, I'm not. I'm terrible. You could ask Chris. So message Chris like. I'm glad you got photo proof because your family won't believe him.
0: <laughs> uh, I seem but, uh, to remember we posted a photo one time. Didn't you have like a score of 53 or something? 55, yes. 55. 55. Yeah. I was like, is that humanly possible to be so bad? I,
1: it's actually gone lower than that, Gram, since then. I've got a score of 13.
0: Oh, jeez.
1: Yeah. Oh, but I, my score was 138 or something like that. Yeah. So, and um, wow. and one of them, and one of, one of the people i play playing with, plays in a, in a league as well. So I was happy about that. But anyway, the axe throwing. Uh, the Reason why I bring it up is because um, I took, me, I threw me three axes and I did really badly that particular throw. And I walked back and my friend, my friend James, um, he t- t- took piss out of my throw. So I put my hand over his forehead, did a Triple H punch on him, just like I like, fucking prick. <laughs> and the guy who's you know who's run the game was like, "Hey, it's not wrestling, you know." So we got talking about wrestling. Turns out, Graham, that at Fool's Day fights for CXW in April, where I was, well, I caught COVID.
0: <clears throat>
1: he was ringside on the other side of a ring from me. Huh. Bearing in mind, we were in London, Graham, doing this. So he went from London to Braintree for the wrestling. And He's the guy who, if you look at the video, gets out of his seat so that RKJ can stand on it.
0: Hmm.
1: And he's friends with Champagne Charlie as well.
0: I'm hoping uh, you recommended a, a recent episode of Good Cop, Bad Cop to him.
1: I might have done. <laughs> I definitely. might have done. I might have done. Um, I've, also, <laughs> I've also added him on Facebook, so um, maybe down the line uh, I can end up doing... a. Some more on the spot stuff, maybe, be kind of fun.
0: Nice,
1: but I f- say, uh, didn't expect it to come out of nowhere. Think he fancied me as well, but he was, Have you recommended your he, he listens to the podcast. Well, well, he's, well, well he, well, <laughs> well, he was flirting with me, Graham, but I'm not interested. I've got a fiance. Okay, all right. you
0: need to get that ring on your finger quickly,
1: uh, Graham. I'm all right. I've got me. uh Where is it? Where is it?
0: Got me engagement Gavin watch. I'm fine. Uh... Yeah, that'll be obvious. All hey, right. Shut, <laughs> shut up. Who's a, a bad cop? Moment that is a bad there. Let's go I to bad cop. Probably, oh, you're also a bad cop moment on you. You missed a couple. You, well, you missed lots of people, but certainly you missed um, other former guests as well. Uh, UTT Rob and uh, Dan Griffin are also in Cardiff right now. As well. I was not aware they were there, Graham. Uh, Millwall Chris was there as well. I was not aware of you, so i apologize, gentlemen. Thank you, Graham, for being it up. And there's a few more as well. Oh. And Ricky Goldman as well, former guest as well. See, there's a few, there's a few. All right, let's get to bad cop moments. Good. Bad! All right, bad cop moments. Might be tough this week, I don't know. What you got? You loved it.
1: I hated it. <laughs> now, see, I'm bunk, I forgot. Now, don't get me wrong, the promo that was cut was amazing. I just... This is my personal... It's not just my personal opinion, but I was messaging Chris Harris about this because he... obviously We talked about it on last week's episode. You may have heard it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. It we took me hoping- until
0: Friday to remember to listen to it.
1: You still... Yeah. To it. It's still fine. I did. Um, it was very... It was difficult because they put him in Mox as this beast. And... If Punk had been injured, they could have him go away for a bit and that'd been fine. But Punk's gonna be facing him for the title at All Out, which is tonight, if
0: you're listening to it, tomorrow as we're recording. Well, it. If you're listening on the day it comes out.
1: Yeah, but actually that yeah. might not
0: be true because it came out Monday last week.
1: Huh? That's, because, that's because Chad was late last week. It's not, it's not our fault. right, uh, but, but, but if Punk wins the title back. What was the point of of him drop the titles?
0: What was the point? You can have them. Um, you can you can have a bad day.
1: No, no, no. you
0: loser. A... You about st- long term story story
1: wise What was the point?
0: They I could don't have, know like yet.
1: They, they could have just let's picked... watch it and then just enjoy it. They could have just held off until the pay per view and done it on the pay per view. Especially if, as we said, it's $60 fucking dollars for this pay-per-view. It feels somewhat tainted. Because they put, they put Punk over as a pussy who wimped out of a match. That's what they put him over as. And they had to have someone come out from the back and basically put, over, put a great promo on. It was a great promo. But it feels so wasted on Punk. Punk is one of the best people on that mic. He does not need someone I've never heard of coming out from my back and cutting a promo. That guy, I want to see him fighting John Moxley, the kind of promo he was cutting. It it feels completely wasted. And if Punk wins it back, then it it just feels like this was a good idea wasted. I said I, last week, I wasn't. Sh- I thought Moxley beating Punk in like three and a half, four minutes was surely that was bad. But I got a lot of Goldberg beating Lesnar 2016 vibe. you know, smashing him. I thought that's got to be bad. But of course, it turned out to be brilliant because the payoff was then months down the line sort of thing. Thing is, is they're trying to cram that sort of effect into a week and a half. They did not have time for it to build up again. They could have had him go away and come back, but All Out, which is their WrestleMania, is Sunday. Even the best workers couldn't turn that storyline around in that period of time. It's not believable, and we are in the reality era of wrestling now, where we have a certain amount of belief about what is and isn't possible. I mean, we've we've just seen... One of the best WA title matches in recent memory between Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. Moxley would put on a great match. I dare say, Punk. I dare say, they put on a great match. But have I got any interest in it? Absolutely zero. Now, okay.
0: all right. I'll I'll jump in then now. So we talked about, we like the unpredictability of things. Like I didn't, I didn't see that happening. I didn't see Mox winning as quick as that. And I didn't see Punk coming back as quick as this. So actually I, I like being surprised. I think now the way they've done it is if you think that the match at the pay-per-view is going to be three minutes, then you're an idiot. So I like the fact that the, the, the rematch is going to be is much higher now because we know that CM Punk's perhaps his head wasn't in the right place. You could see that from that promo. Like he, there was some doubt in there um his former coach or whatever has kind of inspired him now and he's like, it's going to be a very different match i i like the fact that they teased it a little bit but it was it was kind of short which i don't mind i don't mind having short matches occasionally but now the fact that we know we're going to get more and we're going to end, I, I like it i have no problems with it but i, I can but, understand where you're coming from as well the turnover does feel a little quick but i think often the attention of all fans, we we don't like those long term storylines. So if it's going on for months, I think we need something quick. And if this is if it's coming up this week, I have no problems going from Wednesday to Sunday. If you're ever watching it now, you're even more interested in that pay per view now because you did not think you were getting CM Punk. You, we thought that story would kind of disappear. So I, I'm glad it's come back again. I was surprised it came back, and I'm glad it came back.
1: Well, I said I did say to Chris last week it's going to happen, and Chris was hoping it wasn't going to happen. Uh-huh. Um and I I'm not disappointed I was proved right. But at the same time, I'm not interested in watching it because I <sighs> Punk's whole gimmick for for the last eleven years is I'm the best in the fucking world. If you're the best in the fucking world and you don't need to make excuses if you lose. And that seemed to be like they, they I don't would, think they he would,
0: did make an excuse. He, he he said it wasn't my fault. He just but, said, I just
1: lost. But that Matt, really is that they've built mocks up now to be this unstoppable thing who can, who can beat Punk in that period of time. If he doesn't beat Punk in that or shorter, then what was the point of it? What was the point of it?
0: I think Mox, I don't think he's ever had a problem with that character being described as a, a crazy, strong, very self-confident type of person. I don't think they I don't think AEW's necessarily built that up too much. I think that character's always been like that. I would say his weakness could be from arrogance, though. And I think that's one one of the things, or overconfidence. And I think that's definitely something that they could work on as well. He gets over he gets a little cocky, he gets overconfident, and then that's how Punk beats him. And I think that's okay as well if he loses that way. If 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 Punk just beats him straight out, then I think that could be a problem. That that the
1: thing you see, Graham, it's in Chicago, Punk doesn't lose in Chicago. He's not losing. No. I and that's so. No, Punk will, Punk will win the title back, mm-hmm. and I think that that's a complete waste of a storyline that it started. I think that there's no point
0: to that at all. Okay,
1: I With don't Markley, think they could Markley...
0: just bring him if he's been out for two months. I don't know if they could have brought him. Well, I guess they could. They, they, could just they didn't need this? to. They didn't need You're to bring right. him back sooner. I, I think it right makes now, no if sense. you can get him on, if you can get him on TV, I say you put him on TV. That's they what the fans want. Give him what they want. They could have put him on for a promo. Didn't the crowd had gone mental. I still think it worked okay. I still think the fans were quite happy with it.
1: The, the fans are happy because Punk got his ass kicked. Because the fans were happy because they weren't in Chicago.
0: Did you
1: uh-huh. not see that, Graham? They were, they were booing Punk. Oh, I
0: saw it. I saw it was in Cleveland where he lost. If you're asking me that, I had noticed that. Yeah. My geography is not that bad. I have, <laughs> I have relatives in Cleveland. I had noticed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but i but of course, the fans were happy that Punk lost there because it wasn't Chicago. In Chicago, Punk
0: loses, there'll be a fucking riot. And I think. Tony and Miz Khan... normally does. Miz normally does pretty well when he's in Cleveland, I think, right?
1: Miz comes from Cleveland, Ohio. Yes.
0: Oh, so WWE does similar things. Oh,
1: okay. Mm, Just... Usually, the, the one exception, lose. as I was going down that usually path, though, the... I do
0: remember Bailey lost the title match in uh, San Jose one time. Though, when I was, Graham. I was
1: on. Graham. Under Vince's regime, the face is losing their hometown. <laughs> yeah, this is not a
0: face, not very often. So, no, no. All right, my yeah, we'll uh, back on week. It's kind of a short one as well, but I think it would have enough banter and talk to add things out anyway, and that's proved to be true. Um, me, um, I, I'm supposed to be the independent guy. I love watching my independent wrestling TV, and um, I I logged in. I was like, let me see what the latest in my life is. Um, like I say, I watched the Alex Shelley one, and I start looking back. I think I missed six. I haven't watched one in. I, it was Sugar Dunkerton was the last one I watched, and that was in February. So I'm clearly not watching anywhere near as much independent wrestling um, as I thought I was, and obviously paying attention. um So yeah, I need to. I'm not sure. This is a little controversial, Matt, and I'm surprised I'm saying this. I'm not sure I'm going to actually renew my IWTV contract when it comes up in January. Like I've had it for five years yeah I, I i the look for right now it's a shame this is an audio podcast i don't watch it as much as i perhaps should or have time that's to a, that's because um, you're watching ron's back then graham uh well i'm also watching a lot of baseball as well there are other things that are taking priority as well um but um i did kind of do a marathon i, I watched several and that might be my route i might kind of Rent for a month, take a month off. Rent for a month, take a month off, and I can still like I can still watch freelance um, pay per views a couple of months later or whichever ones I choose. Um, there's a lot in Chicago that are pretty good. Um, anyway, a few specific things from the ones that I did watch. Um, that are kind of bad cop moments in uh, general. So I think the first one I watched was actually Willow Nightingale. Um, oh. Right at the start, um, this is actually, the one I watched was actually her second in the life of. Um, the first one that she actually filmed, Matt, um, they send them a camera, and then a month later, they send the camera back, and then they obviously do all the editing, blah, blah, blah. Um, they sent it back, and IWTV said, um, where's the camera? And Willow's like, what do you mean, where's the camera? I just sent it back to you. Um, they never got the camera. They lost a whole month's worth of Can you imagine filming a documentary and losing a whole month? like ouch so anyway she had to uh, she had to redo all that um just in general it was a reminder of, of willow obviously a pretty big star in terms of she's been appearing on AEW uh, she was appearing on Ring of Honor um like but the hardship those independent wrestlers have to go through the sacrifices that they have to make um with everything with time with family with relationships just everything it's like Man, they have a really tough time. We are so lucky that those that, that it's their passion because it would be so easy to just go. I'm not doing this anymore. I, it's just it's just way too much. So it was kind of a reminiscent of that. Um, I watched the one for AC Mac and he's the current IWTV champion, I believe, unless he's lost it in the last few days. Now I don't know if you realize, Matt, that he's one of the l b o oh, l g LGBT. Oh gosh, I've got all my initials mixed up. You know what I'm talking about. If you say B L T, I'm gonna slap you. <laughs> There's a Q in there as well. I'm I, I LG,
1: on. let me do it for you, Graham. Thank the you. LG, the LGBTQIA plus community.
0: Uh, all right, there we go. Um, he's representative of that audience as well, and um, a lot of the wrestlers like to show if if they're near to the area, like where they grew up, family house, etc., etc., where they went to school, blah blah blah. blah. AC Mack did that, and um, he said that was my uh, family house. And it's probably wondering why I couldn't go in. Um, like my dad still lives at that house. Um, his dad disowned him. Um, I think it said about five years ago when he left college because of his lifestyle. And he said it wasn't necessarily just because of his lifestyle, but it was how he found out about it. I, I guess AC hadn't told him that he was gay. Um, I guess friends and family, other family members knew beforehand. And anyway, um, he won't talk to him He won't go to his graduation All those sorts of things um, It's like Man, some people can be just Such dicks Like, are we really living in 2022? Like, sometimes when you watch things like that I'm thinking, this sounds more like 1972 um, AC makes a very reasonable guy Like, he's reached out He's tried to talk to His, like, his dad totally shut him out Didn't want anything to do with him uh, Bad cop moment on his dad um, and I think I just got a couple more things on here. I keep clicking on the JGB one by accident. Um, actually, no, that, that was it. That, that was it. But yeah, a few things from the In The Life series. Like, I love to watch it, but sometimes it can be a little heartbreaking when you realize some of the things that different wrestlers have gone through in their particular month when they're recording. Um, I remember watching the Trisha Dora one. Um, she was so close to her mother. And then, like, literally a couple of months later, it felt like her mother passed away. It's like, oh, my gosh. Um. Yeah, kind of little, little bits and pieces. It's probably more speed checky, but hey. little bits and pieces are always good, Graham. It's all fine. Uh-huh. I have to do my little indie thing. All right, what you got for your non-speed check? Seems we couple... went for about five, five to ten minutes on the last one. A couple bits, Graham. A couple okay. bits. One of which is we are
1: recording this before all out, so we haven't got a chance for me to actually slag off the fact that Punk is actually going to win the championship. <laughs> Graham, You uh, can okay, save then. that for next week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but you know me, Graham, I like to have a bit of a rant. You know me. Um, the other one is it's actually something from from Clash of Castle. Actually, oh, um, is not the picture you
0: tweeted out, Graham. Either, uh, oh, although boy. although that Oof. was a, that was a really bad cop moment. <laughs> Uh, you all... were for context, you were about because you mentioned I said, Oh, um uh, Fury's on singing because I, I thought the show had mm. finished and we kind of came on and then I said oh, Fury's singing and you're like, oh, you're like 30 seconds ahead of me. And then I saw said t-shirt and I mentioned it to you. So uh the picture that I posted is courtesy of you, actually. It is. I'd like to point out as well, um well
1: um they quickly cut away from it when as soon as they realized what it was. Uh, I dare say as well, that will not be on the uh, WWE Network replay. I guarantee it, in fact. Um, but um, I need to... But actually, I, I'm going to address that, Graham. I'm going to address it now. Because I brought it up okay. now. Um, whoever you were out there impersonating Chad from you from Top Ropes, it looks like as well. Okay. Um, how low must your standards be as a father given we've just been talking about about, about dads with lack of respect for their children, to put that on a fucking Uh T-shirt and then go to a fucking WWE
0: event. You piece of fucking trash. And clearly a prominent seat as well. So that person knew that they could appear on camera. Clearly, Mm -hmm. clearly. You utter, utter... Yeah. Um, I would I'm gonna know. bet though that that person did not walk in with that t shirt clearly visible. I'm gonna guess that they had a jacket over the top of it, guaranteed, or a thought it was funny. They knew, they knew. It,
1: uh, it. To me, think either he thought it was funny, it or, wasn't, it wasn't, I believe, or he was being bet to do it. Either way, you're a dick.
0: Anybody who bets somebody to do that is a dick as well, exactly.
1: 15 years may have passed but in the word of Paul Heyman, three people died in that house that night. Mm-hmm. Only one of them had the choice behind it. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Something else from, from Clash of the Castle which I was upset about, Graham, was Liv Morgan versus Shayna Basil. Okay. I was yeah. not happy with, with the finish. Okay, why? Am I happy to retain the title? Sort of, actually. Yeah, I'm. I'm fine with it. Um, mm-hmm. I would prefer if she had maybe got a scrappy win. Because Liv beating Shayna clean with one arm, uh, yeah, I'm buying that. I'm not buying that. <laughs> um, she had
0: been training with Matt Riddle though, so.
1: I'm, yeah, but that, with, with the greatest respect, that's like having Jackson take on the double-top, double-tap challenge of taking notes from Mason. <laughs> <laughs> no offence um, to, to Jackson and Mason, that sort of things. Um But, yeah, Liv, Liv beating Shayna Baysley clean with a bad arm, and she's had a bad arm for weeks now, because it's been going on since some of them getting worse and worse and worse. I don't buy it. And when you of buying this stuff,
0: didn't she slam her through a table with a bad arm as well? Um, mm, don't think so. Uh, maybe but when not she sure. slammed her through the table, was that not with a bad arm? I slammed will... her through a table when the, I think it was contract signing day.
1: Uh, but she injured herself at the same time. She sold the injury. So it was, so I don't mind much because it wasn't pinning her. You can put someone through the table, but it's going to hurt you immensely to do it. So I can I can buy that a bit, but she got a clean. She hit a code breaker, followed by oblivion, cleanly, and she was able to counter the Carabooter clutch, which nobody gets out of. I'm I'm sorry. I have I I've had trouble with that. I had trouble he with was that. She's reversing
0: well. Ronda's moves pretty well as well, though, so I was, I thought that continued that theme. She's somebody who's good at reversing moves. I I had trouble with her beating... She couldn't beat Ronda clean, though. And I had trouble with her beating Shayna clean. I thought Shayna would win. I, I, I yeah. thought it was like Triple H's person, like, she'll She's, win. I thought she'd either win, or she'd be screwed out again,
1: or she'd win by DQ. Uh-huh. Something like that. It's, for me, it's
0: killed all restraint of momentum. I'm happy mainly of the result of that match because it meant that I, and this is a little little spoiler, that I didn't have to reword my devil's advocate for later. Okay. I'll give you a little teaser right there. That's all I got, though, Grant. All right. Uh, let's see what I had. Um, the person at AEW that had the sign, just enjoy wrestling. That's a bad comp moment. Uh, not because of the sign, but I'm sure the people behind were trying to, and that did kept putting the sign up <laughs> repeatedly in front of them, and they didn't get the chance to enjoy any wrestling. So should I like the sentiment.
1: Should put it in front of the barrier.
0: <laughs> I, I like the sentiment. Later on, sometimes he did hold it kind of under his head so you could see it, but there was multiple times when he had his arms above and i was like, okay, this is a two-hour show. You don't need to show it for the whole two hours. Um, Sling TV, I had to be careful earlier Having said that I'm enjoying it There is a slight flaw I've noticed There has been multiple times When if I'm watching as the event Is still going on it will not let me go back to the start, or it will, but then it only let me watch the first few minutes, and if I try and skip through the commercials, the whole thing crashes. So I don't know what the deal with that is. Sometimes I've just been like, ah, oh, whatever, I'm going to delete it, and then I've just watched the highlights the next day. I did find today, I was like, I'm going to be patient, I'm going to wait until it's finished, and then try watching it and see if there's a problem, and there isn't. So I think you should be allowed to watch things, though, if it's on DVR, where you can just... Even though it's two hours into the program, you should be able to go back and watch parts of it, even while it's still recording. But anyway, bad sign. Um, BBC's coverage of um, the event. Uh, Where is it? Irish wrestler Fergal Devitt, who uses the ring name Finn Balor, said it was not his first time competing in Cardiff, etc., etc., and they mentioned this story. Why does BBC need to mention that his name is Fergal Devitt? How does that add to the story? Like, if it was a criminal case, I could understand you saying like it was the masked henchman whose real name was. I understand you'd do that, but why do you mention the real names? They did it for every single person who they talk about, and it just seemed totally unnecessary. I know the answer to that. Okay, go ahead. Padding. Okay, but it looks ridiculous. Yeah. There was no reason for it. They do it in
1: every single article like that. In, in like, they do it as like a pad article out for more words, Graham. That's what it is. I I understand that,
0: but for wrestling, it just seemed absolutely ridiculous. Like, I'm sure people realize that they don't do it when they're talking about actors, though. If they were talking about a film, they wouldn't say it stars this actor whose real name is. They wouldn't do that. they, they, they They do. Not on the BBC, they do not. They've they done they have done that. Like, Bruno Langley,
1: who Bruno Langley, who was not the who playing this character, who was also in um Coronation Street playing blah uh, blah blah blah. I'm like, I knew that, but it's not relevant to this
0: story. No, it's not relevant at all. So no, I didn't no. like it. So, um, yeah, they do it all the time. I think this is Pete Rosenberg. I, I tried to look later as it came back to it. Um on the pre-show, they were asking uh, They they put up the caption for the for the main event and they're asking who's gonna win. And his comment was, "I'll tell you who's going to win it. It rhymes with Schmed of the table. Like, is that the best you can come up with? That's just like the laziest bit of journalism. That was like, If that's all you can come up with, like, don't just say you think Roman Reigns is going to win. Like, it was absolutely pointless. I, I was shocked at that level. If that's your top person on commentary, or not on commentary, on on the pre-show. But the reason that's he was on the pre-show, Graham, and the reason, like, yeah." Ugh. And don't even bother. Don't even bother. I, I I I was like, really? Did he just say that? That son. Sounds- I rolled my I, I had my pre-show on
1: on my yeah. laptop and I was playing W2K22 beforehand. And he said that. And I actually looked at the screen, raised uh-huh. my eyebrows, and I was like, Are you kidding? And carried on playing. Uh yeah. it, it was one of the things where like I had to believe, I couldn't believe what I was actually hearing. It wasn't something rude. It was just something which was... There was no
0: pun. If there was a pun, I might have got it. But there was nothing. It's not a pun, no. It's not a pun. Schmed's not even a word. Like, it wasn't clever in any way, shape, or form. No, if he said shed, then I... (laughs) That would have been better. At least it actually is a word, you know.
1: Uh I would have thought, thought, you've got time planning for this. You could write down a joke. Uh
0: Uh-huh. I just came up with one straight away. Tribal beef. I'm expecting some tribal beef. Bang. That would have been even better. Like, that was just straight off the top. I was like, yeah. It's, it's minor, but I like little minutiae like that.
1: Don't we all, Graham?
0: <laughs> all right, right, speaking, let's of, speak, speaking of minutiae, Graham, shall we go to look at the fan cop moments? Uh, fan cop moments? Do you say bad or fan? Fan. Yeah, fan cop moments. Let me just clear that water out of my ear. All right, let's head to him. You're getting old, man. Good. <laughs> Yeah. All right, let's start off this week then with High Five Tom. Uh, good cop moment, seeing Davey Richards not only smile, but almost dance last night at AAW Pro. And bad cop moment, watching at Matt Fitchett dislocate, then relocate his shoulder right in front of me. And then lose that AEW title to end my favorite title reign in a long time. Hashtag still my champ. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know I'm not good with fingers and things like that. And if Pete Don comes back, I'm probably going to be not watching quite as much. Uh, yeah. Oh, horrible, horrible. I hate good to. That he could you, do that though. Good. I hate, saved on I, his healthcare bill. Absolutely, I hate to disappoint you,
1: Graham, but Butch was wrestling on uh, was wrestling on SmackDown, and he was doing all the joint manipulation. Thankfully, I
0: missed that part.
1: Yeah, he was doing all the joint manipulation. So, okay, I'm gonna go to Rob. U T T. Rob. Good cop moment. First UK stadium show in 30 years. Mm-hmm. We mentioned it was the best cop moment of the week. I think we talked about
0: that. I think we talked about. that. I
1: think yeah. we've touched on it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, bad cop moment. Not be able to see the go home smack SmackDown before the clash because he was actually there already. He got to get early for this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um. W T F cop moment. World Gravy Wrestling Championship,
0: not at clash. If Vince would still have been running, it would have been very possible that that could have happened. But that's what you get when you get Hunter. It um, did make it
1: did make me. I did smile though because the amount of indie organizations that were actually shouted out throughout the event in the area, people who had wrestled for this company or that company. I'm like. That would never flow under Vince's watch. That's good. That's that's Hunter right
0: there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Nish Guy, best cop moment. Randy Orton said of Bobby Lashley, his tits look real good right now on his wife's IG live stream. <laughs> I've got to tell you, what was <laughs> Okay, (laughs) that's what happens when you open it up for anybody to comment. And his worst (laughs) moment Tony Khan's comments on the punk rosa thing logically, it makes sense. Punk is a bigger name, but you don't say that out loud, it just looks bad.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, just in time, two on one, best cop, the incredibly stacked wrestling weekend, absolutely from Top to bottom, let's not forget. We haven't even mentioned on this show yet world's Collide's happening today as it's going out and it's, it's the UK. Uh, so it so and Ben, we've got Ricochet probably going to become um at champion again.
0: Fantastic. Where on is there. that? Is that happening in Cardiff as well? No, it's America because I was going to say I saw it started at 4 p.m. 4. Eastern. And I was like, that's going to start at nine o'clock at night in Cardiff. I was like, what the heck are they doing? Oh, okay, that's why then
1: grab they put it there so it won't clash with All Out.
0: Well, I realise that, obviously. And
1: that's very smart on their part. Very smart on their part. Mm-hmm. Um, and the uh, worst cop moment, uh, CM Punk's pity party, Cheap Pop segment, and Promo oh. and Dynamite just utterly ridiculous. Justin, I knew I liked you.
0: Wrong. And uh, Tim King from the Wrestling Index, uh, Best Cop, CM Punk's incredible promo. I think we might touch on that as well. Uh, I have no bad cop this uh, weekend is stacked. I hope I've I got, got the right number of these. I ones. have one from Scottish
1: Danny Grand to finish off, which uh, we received during Clash of the Castle, so it was a good idea to wait. Uh, good cop moment Dominic Mysterio used the exact same clothesline that Eddie used when he turned heel on Ray in 2005, whether or not he that was intentional. Someone like me who would have noticed that, oh, brilliant! I'm going to throw a little. I'm going to throw a WTF cop moment in Graham okay. for, about, about that. Um, obviously we saw the low blow on Edge, and we, but I mentioned this to you a minute at a time. You didn't reply. Why the fuck did did Dominic then take his shoes off? That I don't know. That just seemed bizarre. <laughs> it seemed bizarre.
0: I cannot answer that one. I do not have a good answer I, for that I one.
1: I've got no idea about that. So just very, very bizarre. I'm pretty sure some people think I may have been happy about it, but I'm not entirely
0: sure. Uh of all, Graham. Yep. Thank you, everyone, who responded as usual. We'll put out a similar tweet I don't know, sometime in about seven days' time, I guess. Good.
1: Bad. Sisters,
0: brothers, and non-binary
1: others. Welcome to episode two hundred and five live. A little shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't read this, uh, I've got, got bad cop, busing podcast. There was advocates out myself and Graham. There was advocates at each other, which are ridiculous statements which we do not believe in for twenty, 20 seconds and defend the fair truth. Anyone there thinking we are saying the truth? Yada yada yada. Take it out of our da da at dying format. Unless he's on holiday, in which case send it to um, the deputy. Which is? Um, let me just check my notes here. Um, at Nish guy. Ah, there we go. There we go. Um, I uh, did mention he, he, I had.
0: He's now in, he's, now, he's now working in your neck of the woods, Graham. I believe. Um, no, he's not. Um, he said that. He said that, and then I uh, so I asked him where mm-hmm. it was, and it's over four hours away. So not even close. <laughs> in Amer- America, that's next door. In American terms, so yeah, he. He obviously has no idea where I am. So I'm safe from Nish Guy for right now. I said, yeah. it's kind of a shame because I thought he was close. I said, if it would have been a few years earlier, I would have loved to have gone to a Nova Pro event with him. I know he would have liked um, the cards that they put on, but hey, it is what it is. Um, I had two. So I did mention, I did tag you on Twitter saying, I, I got two last week and one for this week. But actually I found a third one that's unrelated. So I'm it's I'm not even I'm not gonna read it, I'm not gonna time you, but I am gonna ask your comments on it. Okay. Somebody else claimed it was a devil's advocate, kind of, or words to those effect. Um so I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a devil's advocate first, okay? And then um, okay. I'll so is this, off is, with a, is
1: this uh, the one is this the one to defend or is it the one for comments?
0: Uh no, 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 I'll do that one at the end. This is but your regular, okay. this is your standard. Oh, if, I, we should probably do it at the end, but I'm probably gonna forget. Um this is probably a bad cop moment, but this week we are also going to be recording. Um actually next week's episode, we're actually going to be recording on Friday during the 999 challenge. Now, unless you've been following the baseball version, you will have no idea what this is. But during a nine-inning game, you have to drink nine beers and eat nine hot dogs. Now I actually practiced last week with Jay doing five drinks. I didn't do beer with him. Five drinks and five hot dogs. And Matt, it's really difficult. Uh, I'm so, wondering
1: if I'm making. I'm wondering if I'm setting myself a failure here. You know,
0: this is not a good idea. But what I said, as it's a three-hour baseball game, why don't we record the wrestling version at the same time, and then we can kind of cut to the game as it's going on. So I think that's still the plan, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, are we doing it just as an audio? Is it going to be? video we discussed video at one point i don't i don't know perhaps we're going to talk about that during the week we'll figure it out we'll figure it out okay all right but that, that that's coming up so next week's episode is going to be uh very different anyway but hey we're still trying to uh, figure out the last part of that. all right let me get my first devil's advocate for you oh yes i forgot matt i've had this one for uh nearly three weeks for you now, I know you've mentioned recently um, that you've been um, doing some classes and that you're building up your math skills, right? So, your first devil's advocate, I would like you to defend the maths of this person, okay? All right, this is from Lad Bible on August 7 Michael Jones, aka Virgil, claimed on the Breadstick Diaries podcast that he had slept with 1 million women. Even though that works out, on average, a woman every 40 minutes of his entire life since birth in 1951. Please defend the math of that. Well, to be fair, Graham, there, there
1: is obviously the case where it says, like, well, that's one every 40 minutes. Doesn't mean you can't have civil orgies, Graham. So you can, have, like, you can have, like, 12, 15 at a time. I've seen sex parties, Graham, especially when back in the time where wrestlers were really... Doing these sort of things, like terrible, terrible Uh, things.
0: Um, I can't remember what Flair's number is. I think it's like ten thousand, something like that. Um but that's and that's on a (laughs) plane. Somebody did ask him, they're like, Do you sure (laughs) it's a million? And he said he said he doubled down on it and he said a million. But yeah, people in comments were doing doing the math and it's like, yeah, it's doesn't seem very likely.
1: Yeah, I'm sure Graham would be doing a math on that one quite quickly as well. All right, Graham, your first one for me, first one for me is, mm, I much prefer watching live events at midnight rather than at a nice sociable time.
0: Well, of course, at that time, the kids are in bed, so I can just focus on watching the actual wrestling, so I don't have to worry about Jackson asking for a snack or Mason asking for my car keys or, can we do this, Daddy, and can we do that? Midnight, they're all safely asleep. I can drink, I can eat, I can watch it perfectly, okay? And if it's on at the weekend, anyway, who cares? I can sleep in a little bit, so i will got until Monday anyway. I gotta ask, why is Mason asking for your car keys? He's, like, 14. Because he's left something in the back of the car. Like, with him, with him playing golf now, he always leaves his golf bag in the car because we have to constantly keep taking it back and forth and he'll leave his phone in the pocket and stuff like that. So It that's was a for fair instance. I that's was thinking not like,
1: a UK thing. That's not uh, a I UK was,
0: thing. I, I was thinking on my feet, I was I'm trying to come up with a, a common excuse. Like he doesn't need, Jackson that's, doesn't need help making snacks either, but sometimes he does. That's fine, right. Right, you did very well, sir. Here's the one that I alluded to earlier. Now, you might not understand this, so this might be a total wash anyway. Okay. Because I'm not making it crystal clear. I'm going to let you piece the bits together, okay? All right. With the Saudi connections that WWE have through events like Crown Jewel and the new Saudi-backed Professional Golf League, they should cross-promote and put the SmackDown Women's Champion on their next event.
1: Well, Jack, well, it's quite easy to figure out, Graham, because obviously the Saudi thing is called L I V, of course. And Liv Morgan is the current SmackDown women's champion. Uh well, it makes sense. The SmackDown Women's Champion was there last time they were in Saudi Arabia. It makes perfect sense, Graham. That they would have Liv Morgan at the next Saudi event in um with in um Jeddah or Riyadh with it really is. You would
0: know him really well for seventeen seconds. Um the I, reason I, I couldn't remember the, the same versatile. <laughs> The reason this came up was my stupidity, basically. So I was watching SmackDown, and I saw a person in the sign, in the crowd, with a sign. I was like, "Why have they got a sign for the golf?" And I was like, "Oh, never mind." And I felt kind of stupid. Um, I didn't know why it was called Liv, though. Do you know why it's called Liv? The golf? Uh, club?
1: I've got to admit, Graham. You know that I don't give two fucks about golf. Oh, so. okay, fair, fair
0: enough. But as a person who I noticed the name, things but like it. that. I would, I didn't know. Um, it's because um, the Roman numerals are actually 54 and that's how long their tournaments are, 54 holes. Or if you had a perfect round of golf, as in a birdie on every hole, it would be 54 shots as well. So I didn't know that side of it. But I think my stupidity led to a devil's advocate. My math is not catching up there. Par 72, there's 18 holes. 18 on less than 72 is 54.
1: Fair enough, Graham. But to get bird in every hole, Graham, I'm pretty sure that, that means that all the holes are the same number, wouldn't they? No, right. no one's getting, no one's
0: shooting a fifty-four.
1: Exactly. So what? I think the thing? record
0: might be fifty-eight. In fact, 59's in that, definitely been done.
1: In that case, then Graham, it's an impossible number. So it's bullshit. Okay, lovely. <laughs> just like Newcastle, just like Newcastle's title bid. Lovely. Okay, right, Graham. Okay. The second one for me is something is an argument we've had this week, Graham. So you've warmed up nicely for this one, Graham, no doubt.
0: Curry and rice is not a soup. Well, obviously, as you mentioned, you don't believe anything that you see on the internet. So even though every time you search for mulligatawny, the word that comes straight after it is soup. What does that mean? That just means that idiots have typed in the wrong thing. Obviously, as somebody, as a chef, you obviously know much better. I obviously value your experience in that manner far more than I would value somebody who posts on Wikipedia. So obviously, Malakitani is just a curry and not a soup. Wrong. You're wrong. I think it's a curry soup, for crying out loud. I don't know how you couldn't figure that out. It's not just a curry. It's a curry soup. It's curry with the rice inside it. that makes it a curry. It's a soup. Mulligatawny soup. You clearly see that. Well, I can't get it over here, but you clearly see that when you it go to It shouldn't tesco. exist, soup.
1: It shouldn't exist, Graeme. It's, it's nasty. It's nasty. The nearest now, one you, got, nearest one like you is get to it is
0: um, lentil. Like I thought the controversial one like, is a hot, hot dog a sandwich or something, but I couldn't believe that you were no so adamant that Mulligatawny wasn't the soup. Like, I was like, what are you talking about? A hot dog is not a sandwich there's no butter. All right. I don't put butter on anything, but I still have sandwiches. So that's an irrelevant argument. All right. The one I wanted you, this not, I'm not timing you or anything, but I saw this right at the end. Um, this is about footy. So I thought this would be, um, Jake Paul. I hope I picked the right one. Is he a wrestler, Matt? Please be the right, Paul. Please be the no, right. Oh, no, that's one. Logan Paul, isn't it? Logan um, Paul, the wrestler, Jake Paul, the boxer. Well, it's near enough anyway. All right. Um, he was asked who his top five Liverpool player, current Liverpool players are. And his answer was Salah, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Diaz, Carvalho, and Fabinho. And the comment on the BBC website was basically, how on earth can you not have Virgil van Dijk in your top five? So thought I'd just ask you your thoughts. Is Virgil van Dijk a top five player for Liverpool?
1: Uh, I, think he, I think he's going to fit in the team sheet. Uh, I say there, Graham. It, he was asked who his favourites were. Maybe it doesn't be one of his favourites. That's all.
0: Doesn't necessarily mean not on the team sheet. That could be true. Yeah. Sometimes if you ask me my favourites, I don't necessarily pick the best people.
1: Yeah. I mean. I mean. I mean. I mean, I mean to be fair, my favourite left back is uh Kostas Simikas. Is he the best one?
0: Nope. No. Uh, okay, I would have to. I didn't write. That. I wish I'd written down the exact wording because I'm sure it would. But yeah, I think you're more likely to ask who are your favourites than rather than who do you think are the best five. So absolutely, you know, I think you've. I think you've figured it out pretty well. But yeah, Virgil, he's just such a legend at the club. Like,
1: yeah, he's. It great would seem strange today, not
0: to. Like, I can understand the um the excitement of the forwards why you'd pick those people as well. But um, if, I'm yeah. surprised he picked Fabinho I was a little surprised by that pick as well. Um, I was kind of surprised he'd picked Diaz as well. Not that I don't like Diaz. and I think he's an exciting player, but he hasn't been there that long yet. So. Nor Fabio Carvalho, Graham. Uh, correct. <laughs> correct. He's been yeah. there for four games. Uh-huh. He's, that goal against Newcastle was already earned him a statue outside Anfield. Oh,
1: absolutely. Like absolutely. It, was, it was Carvalho closing in, as I said. Uh huh. I've I've I, I was excited about that in a week. I think I must
0: have. I think I sent you the video because you were at Mason's goal for a time, weren't you? I was watching it, but I had to leave, and I had it recorded. I was gonna I was gonna watch it. Uh, I, I was kind of checking said, the said... score at traffic lights, and I was like, oh my gosh! I was like, wow! And I sent you the video, didn't I? Uh you got. I got to see it before. And when I was waiting for the next traffic lights, I got to see that little clip. I had that same wow reaction as a uh, Liverpool hit the frame of the goal three times today against Everton. I was like. Well. Derbies are like that. Derbies be like that. Yep, yep. All right, I think that's it for this week. Um, yeah, check out Twitter. We'll we'll figure out what we're gonna do next week. We might just wimp out and just do a regular show, but we'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see. It might be a crossover. Who knows? We'll
1: figure it out one way or another. Till next week, guys. From myself and Graham, stay safe out there, uh, Punk. You better fucking lose. Uh, thank you, Triple Eight, for giving us what we wanted. We're out of here. Oh. The music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin MacLeod at incomputech.com. Licensed under creative commons by attribution 3.0. HTTP scroll on slash slash
0: creative slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash